Welcome to the Thin Within Podcast, the show for women who want mental secrets for weight loss mastery. I'm your host, Marna Thal. I'm the owner of ThinWithin.com, and I'm here to give you the inside scoop on how to lose weight by mastering your inner game. Diets never work for me long term, and if you're like 95% of the rest of the human race, they haven't worked long term for you either. Every week, I'll give you tools, techniques, and resources you need to actually succeed in using the power of your mind to lose weight. I can't wait to teach you another mental secret, so let's dive right in. Well, hello, everybody. It's Marna here, and today I want to talk to you about can a non-diet, intuitive eating approach really help you lose weight? I want to talk to you about some of the benefits that I see every single day doing this work that does allow people to lose weight. And there's some main benefits. The first is that intuitive eating encourages respect for your body. When I was looking for a way to lose weight, I wanted to know what the naturally thin, what they did to lose weight. And Every single one of them, every single one who was naturally thin shared with me that they ate by honoring their body's needs. And I was like, what? That is awesome. How do I do it? (laughs) And what I love about honoring my body, when I started copying what they shared with me and started putting into practice their tools and their ways of being... What I loved about honoring my body is that by listening to my body and engaging in an intuitive way of listening and honoring my body when it came to food, it was a way of being with food that really respected and honored my body in a way that I never felt diets had. I always felt that diets seemed gimmicky. They seemed silly. They seemed like made up rules or silly ways that people were trying to get our bodies to change. And I knew, even as a young kid, I knew that I wasn't going to want to drink or sip on cabbage soup for the rest of my life. I wasn't going to want to eat only grapefruit for the majority of my life. I wasn't going to want to have two shakes and then eat food for dinner for the rest of my life. Some of these things, of course, they would work, but they never really made sense to me long term. How would I keep doing that? And at the time when I was trying to lose weight, it seems so silly. That's not what my friends were doing. They weren't slim fasting it. They weren't counting every calorie. They were just living their lives. And what was I doing that wasn't working that they knew that I didn't? And what they knew was that I could respect my body and I could listen to my body. And as someone who hated being told what to do, it just felt so empowering to listen to my body and find that respect for what it wanted to really be at one versus feeling in opposition. And oftentimes that's what diets do. You start listening to someone else and you stop listening to your body. And then you don't know what your body wants and needs. And that's what started to happen to me is I started to separate listening and honoring my body because I started to listen and honor my one emotional need and connect them with food. And I started to listen to what diets told me, which separated me from my body. 
listening to your body encourages you to focus on your body's signals over your mind's desire for food. And that requires getting really honest with yourself about your body's needs versus just focusing on what your mind craves. And when you just listen to what your mind wants and you eat from that vantage point, it's going to lead you in a very different direction. I was gaining weight in part because I was overeating. I was listening to my mind's desire for food and basing my eating based on my mind versus my body. And when you begin to separate your mind's desire for food from your body's need for food, weight loss becomes the most natural byproduct you will see. When you're no longer thinking about food all the time and you fall into honoring your body's needs, not your mind's needs for every single food it wants, it's amazing what kind of thoughts and feelings begin to surface and need to be processed and looked at that have nothing to do with food. When I started to honor my body and I could see, oh, I'm having this desire for food. Oh, I want food. Oh, wait, this has nothing to do with my body's need for food, but my mind's desire for food. Then what is going on, Marna? Then I knew that I had some processing to look at, some information to look at that had nothing to do with food but had to do with what a coping strategy or what I was using food for. The second reason that intuitive eating helps you lose weight is that it creates a healthier relationship with food. When you create a lot of good and bad food rules about what to eat and how to eat, it creates a lot of thinking about food. And when I started to interview the Naturally Thin, I noticed that they spent far less time and energy thinking about food. Unless they enjoyed the creativity of baking or cooking, then that was one thing. But they didn't really think much about the next meal. Or at breakfast, they weren't thinking about dinner. There wasn't so much energy being placed into eating. They don't vilify foods. They notice what foods give them energy, which feel the best inside of their body, and what doesn't. And they aim to eat more energizing foods and good feeling foods inside of their body that give them that energy and stamina to keep going on. That's why chronic dieters, they love when they jump on board with my work and they finally free themselves of restrictive eating practices and learn how to nourish their bodies by making peace with food and not have all the good food, bad food bopping around in their head. But for many of them, it can feel a little awkward at first. When you've been going from depending on a program or calorie counting or a diet to tell you what to eat and how much to eat, and now I'm telling you to listen to your body, it can be a little awkward at first. It can feel a little confronting to start to make that shift and change. But little by little, when you start to listen and learn and open yourself up to the variety of foods and see how they're working inside of your body, you will begin to lose weight because you shouldn't have a love-hate relationship with food. 
Oftentimes the reason you do is because you're making food way more important in your life. And so finding numerous other joys in your life so you can put food in its place is going to help a lot. And then when you start trusting your body and know that you can honor your body and lose weight, then you can release that love-hate relationship with food. You'll start having more of a love-love relationship with your body and with food in a way that you also have a love-love relationship with other areas of your life. So I'm not sure if you can relate to this, but that's what diets left me with. They left me feeling nervous to eat the wrong thing or frustrated that I couldn't just eat what I wanted and restricted in what I could eat or what I thought was healthy, yet healthy changed based on the expert. A tomato and a pepper was healthy in some realms of thought and unhealthy in another realm. And it became confusing. And when I just allowed my body to just talk to me, and give me the information, then I could see, do tomatoes work in my body? Do peppers work in my body? Then I could start trusting my body to see if they digested well, made me feel good. And then I could just learn to honor that information versus all the extraneous information that was out there from different people, different I'm sure very well-meaning people trying to relay a lot of information that was also really confusing and making my relationship with food good and bad. And so when you start to have a healthier relationship with food, you make peace, you feel better. And oftentimes it's another opportunity for weight to just fall off as well. The third thing that I found in terms of coming to a non-diet intuitive eating approach that helped me lose weight is that it helped me spot the real issues in my life. When you begin listening to your body, you begin to see how you desire food and how desire for food shows up in your life. The voices in your head that get loud and want you to eat when you're not hungry give you an opportunity to look at what is actually going on. When your mind is saying, yes, it wants sugar, it wants salt or whatever it's craving. And if you're not actually hungry and you're having those cravings, you start to see and know that it's something under the surface that needs to be addressed, that needs to be looked at, that needs to be felt and healed. Because that desire for food oftentimes is something else going on in your life. And I loved seeing that my real issues were about not feeling my feelings, was about pushing down my real feelings, not addressing confrontation, feeling like I was less than in certain areas. And I would find myself turning to food for those reasons. When I was able to really spotlight the real issues and address them, then all of a sudden they weren't blind spots. I could address them, look at them, and it gave me an opportunity to really release the blocks that were going on in my life. Fourth way that intuitive eating and a non diet approach to weight loss helps 
is to heal emotional eating. When I started interviewing the Naturally Thin and started copying them, it was clear to me that they were not emotional eaters like I was, at least not in the same amount and way that I was. So healthy, naturally thin women deal with their feelings through talking, moving, sharing, writing, painting, or whatever healthy creative outlet get their feelings out and their emotions out of their bodies. They have powerful ways to feel and release their feelings that I simply didn't have. I used food to push my feelings down, to not feel. And if you've been doing this for any length of time too, then it takes a little time and practice to start to feel what is actually coming up for you. This is still something I work on a regular basis because I got really good at stuffing my feelings down. And that's still my natural way of approaching life is to say, oh, it's good and push it down. I got it. Push it down, push it down, push it down until I start to see, hmm, why am I wanting food? Ah, there's unresolved emotions that I need to address. But with time and really powerful tools, I've gotten so much better at healing my emotional eating. And when you heal your emotional eating, when you are no longer eating and you're feeling your feelings, you lose weight. Again, a beautiful natural byproduct. And emotional eating is another huge contributor to weight gain. When you get better at learning to feel your feelings versus eating through them, this is just another way to see your body shed weight. By eliminating this type of emotional dependence and making peace with food, it's so much easier to properly nourish your body. And a non-diet, intuitive eating, thin within process will help you focus on your physical body instead of letting your emotions control your eating habits. And what's so cool is that Intuitive eaters, non-dieters, people who honor their body tend to be less preoccupied with food, have less disordered and emotional eating. They develop powerful ways to address stress and they have better body image. And I believe the reason for this is that when you are focused on a non-diet way to slim down, and as a way to heal your relationship with food, a primary focus of the work that we do is about self-care and about using a framework that takes emotion and instinct and rational thought into consideration when making food choices and caring for your body. So if you believe you can benefit from a non-diet intuitive eating method where you're addressing not just food, but your emotional desire and figuring out ways to address your emotions in new powerful ways. I know many of you have been asking and anticipating the next 30-day challenge. So we're going to start the next 30-day challenge on Monday, June 6th. And I am so excited to lead you through this. If you are already a member of Thin Within Life, you're going to get 
free access. This is a bonus that you get by being a member of Thin Within Life. If you are not a Thin Within Life member, what I would do is I'd invite you to get on the wait list. I'm going to put the link in the show notes, but if you are listening and you want to join me this summer for a summer slim down 30 day challenge where we are not dieting, where we are not overriding our body, we are listening and honoring, then all you have to do is just go to thin within, T-H-I-N, W-I-T-H-I-N.com, thinwithin.com. When you get there, you're going to see a pink button that says get on the wait list. You're just going to click that. It's going to take you to get your name and email on the wait list. It doesn't mean that you're securing 100% that you want to join. But what it is doing is telling you, hey, listen, as we get closer and when doors open, I'll tell you about it. I'll let you know. I'll send you emails letting you know, hey, if this is something you want to do, join. And I would love to have you. And you'll be one of the first to know when the doors open. I haven't done a 30-day challenge since January, since I've been so busy putting together my Thin Within Life Mastery course. So I finished my Thin Within Mastery course. People were asking, so I thought, hey, it's a great time. So let's hang out in June doing a 30-day challenge. If you would like to join me for the 30-day challenge, where most people lose between 4 and 10 pounds during the 30-day challenge, by tuning in, getting connected into their bodies, just go to thinwithin.com and I'll have that pink link for you that says get on the wait list or up in the show notes, I'll put a direct link where you can just go and put your name and email and you can get on that list and I will let you know when doors open. When I look at my grandmother, who's 94, I think about the fact that she still has chocolate She enjoys her life. She gets together with her girlfriends and plays Mahjong. She's not having to restrict. She's honoring and listening to her body. So I want to encourage you to honor and listen to your body. And if you need help, I'd love to support you. All right, everybody. Until next week. Bye, everybody.